When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Lada, what do you got? All right, guys, as things seem to be going back to normal, you know, and I'm using air quotes here as normal because I don't think we'll ever be back to normal, normal. Anyways, the L.A. Pride Parade will return after being absent for two years due to COVID. The parade is usually held in West Hollywood, but it's actually moving to Hollywood because that's where it initiated Um over 50 years ago and they weren't able to inaugurate it in the 50 year anniversary so they wanted to put it back in Hollywood so it's in the summer and if you guys want any more information lapride.org has all the details all right awesome that is what you need to know brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa good times less than 90 minutes from wherever you are so make sure you check that out um and of course it is National Margarita Day. We've been having some fun with that. Laura has provided uh, plenty sad. of spots across town for you to go. What about the IE, Laura? I feel like we're neglecting the IE a little bit. No, no, no. There's Gloria's Restaurant in Ontario. That's a really good one. There's Pescador also in Ontario. Para que no me digan nada después. Then there's uh, Mama Por Dios in Rancho Cucamonga. So there's yeah. there's good places out there. Calaver- I think Calaveras has places out there too. What about the OC? The OC. Um, so, I mean, I do got one, but I don't really dip into the OC that oh, much. Oh, you an L.A. She girl. Don't she don't no, dip. No, what happened was. L.A. <laughs> County happened? all my life, for life. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> we can get Morales to, like, tell us about a place during oh, yeah, one of our that's rejoins. True. But, yeah. but there is a Matador Cantina in Fullerton. But he, the look, the Morales is not, like, a super, like, fancy Mexican joint kind of guy. Mm-mm. Like. He loves like just regular old any place that's Mexican food. Like he loves like he's he is he he loves brands. Like he's an El Cholo guy, and you know El Cholo is a, a place that has a lot of restaurants all across yep. you know the Southland. So yeah, you can go there too. I mean, there's there's one, one in downtown, downtown right? Yeah, Cholo, right across. Right, still? Yeah. right there's Matador. Yeah. Can, oh, I said Matador Cardina in Fullerton, El yeah. uh, El Matador in Costa Mesa. Now is it Cha-cha's. Fullerton or downtown Fullerton? D T F. It's in Fullerton. <laughs> Why are you laughing, bro? I don't know, funny the way you said that. DTF, that was funny. DT. You know who has a F. sneaky good margarita? Who that? On a, on a real, like, in Newport Beach, Sharky's. Mm. Sharky's in Newport Beach has a sneaky good margarita. Okay. Like, it's not fancy, but it's right. good. Okay. Sneaky good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good one. It's in the OC. Oh, Morales woke up when we said the DTF. <laughs> just text. I get it. You know, I get in trouble in DTF. So you, know. you, do? you get in trouble a little bit <laughs> in okay. Fullerton. That's where I met Tivo, yo. <laughs> oh, that's right. He says he's done damage at El Matador. I, I bet he has <laughs> <laughs> done damage. Yeah. Good spot. There you go. Speaking of doing damage, is it pouring rain where everybody is right now? No, not at all. Have you no, had a big rainstorm? Raining? No. No. Because no, I've, I've been watching the coverage on KTLA of like Stormwatch 2022, yeah. you know, and they've got these Wait, reporters. what? Stormwatch 2022 because of rain? Yeah, yeah, of course. That's oh, the way you it works. You never watch the news, the local news here when it rains? I don't watch the local news at all, but I just think it's funny because, you know, obviously back east, 
they make such a big deal out of the storm, like, oh, winter storm, blah, blah, blah. And they always make such a big deal out of it. I just think it's so funny to me that, like, it's rain. What well, does rain, rain but, here? But it, right. I mean, it rains like five days a year. I know. That's why it's funny to me. I still can't, like, comprehend it. it. Yeah, so I'm just watching all we the extra. green, the green going over the, the coastline. And, you know, whether it's down in Orange County, they've got it from Mission Viejo up through Santa Ana into Long Beach into downtown L.A., and you're just seeing like all this green just covering all of Southern California, the entire region. See. And they've got these reporters wearing like like rain gear as if like they're covering a hurricane, you know, in the Gulf Coast. See. And yeah. And, and then and are, they, are they out there like like, yeah, Karen, out here. It's it's really windy with this the storms coming in like like that situation. Let me tell you like something. Yelling. I, I, I was having lunch today. I went to meet a friend in Santa Monica today and I went to have lunch out there. And yo. The wind was wild out there. Like, it was, like, consistent, mm-hmm. like, 25-mile-per-hour gusts. Like, I was just like, what is happening out here? This is nuts. Um, and, like, I would I'd be walking by and women's hair would be going crazy all over the place. I'd be like, damn. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of chilly, too. It's like, cold. it was nice, but it was It's cold. Chilly. It's, like, yeah. 50 degrees right now. Like, I, yeah. I'm not used to this. Chill- well, well especially glad. with the wind. The wind I'm glad you, you right. acknowledge how cold it is because, you know, with the whole thing about, oh, my God, winter storm watch, you know, just because it's a little bit of rain, a lot of people feel that way who come from the East Coast. Like, come on, guys, really? Like, let's grow up here a little bit. It's just some rain. But seriously, when it gets to 50 degrees, I'm like, wait a second. It was summer two days ago. Mm-hmm. So It was. And then they got then they got a reporter up in Big Bear. They're like, all right, let's go to Big Bear. It's We're snowing up there. I yeah, it's like yeah. dumping snow. So that's cool. That's good that's if you're good. Into, into skiing. I know you're not into skiing, George. That's why you don't watch the Winter no, no, Olympics. I'm, I know that. I'm cool with skiing. Oh. I just I don't need to watch people ski, though. Oh. Like, I'm cool with it. Like, it's fine. It actually, of all the winter sports, maybe hockey, maybe skiing a little bit. Maybe snowboarding a little bit. I'm out of that. I'm out of everything else, though. I told you, I watched like 45 minutes combined the entire Olympics. I just don't like the Winter Olympics. And again, I feel justified considering nobody else watched it either. Other than I you. Know. I know. Well, and, and it's Steve but Mason. It, but it is interesting. I, I feel the same way. Like, I realize, I acknowledge people weren't watching it. The ratings will tell us that. But it's, for some reason, I, I've been going places, and people who I know, they like winter sports. They like to go to Mammoth. They like to go to Big Bear. Sure. So because they like skiing I like and going to Big Bear. I, it doesn't mean I like watching it on TV, though. Well, I'm just telling you, the people that I've been talking to are like, hey, you've been watching the Olympics? I ran into a guy today, and yeah. he said this to me. He goes, he goes, hey, I was just on a flight back from Park City. I'm like, oh, nice. Good for you. How was the snow? He's like, great. It was good skiing. And he's telling me this story about this girl who's on the plane who won an Olympic gold medal in, like, solo Bob something or other, you know? Yeah. And I, and, and I was like, that's what they to... cut the Super Bowl thing off for. Remember? And I, yeah. Skeleton. And I was like, I don't know who she is. Like, he's like, you don't know who she is. She won a gold medal. She was on my flight. Look, I took a picture with her and there's her medal. I'm like, listen, I mean, I've been arguing on the radio that, you know, I've been watching the winter games and George isn't. I go, but I don't know who she is. You'll have to excuse me, pal. But there he was with this picture with this gold but, medal winner. Cap, that guy is you. I could see you. Yes. I could totally see you having that exact conversation, but being the other guy. Right. So someone was like, what? You don't know who that is? But they won yeah, a gold that, medal. That is right. But I wasn't that guy. Right. In fact, I was yeah. the opposite guy. I was the guy who didn't know who she was. Right. So then I which don't know how then, I could be the which, other guy. Which then leads you to believe like, well, if I didn't know and that guy knew, now I know. Oh, man. Now everybody knows. No, it actually made me think the opposite, which is this guy knew something I didn't know. And I was embarrassed because he's like, aren't you like a sports radio guy? And yeah. I know who and she is. And did you tell him nobody you, cares in sports radio about the Olympics? I had to explain to him. I go, my partner, George, refuses <laughs> to watch the Olympics because he didn't participate in these sports as a child. 
So he decided Wait, that he didn't want to be part. George. Yes, yeah, that, I blame George it. exclusively. It, it's not like you turn on Sports Talk Radio and they're breaking down like the Bob yeah, Spelling no, stuff. No, people people yeah. think that we know everything. I have to explain to them. I know nothing. Well, no, we, people that listen to this show know that. Yeah, well, I mean, this guy apparently doesn't listen. Well, he so. should get it together. Well, that, that's his problem. That is his problem. Mm-hmm. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. He's missing out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. You were uh, about to get us into the ESPN top 75 player list. Yeah. Yeah. They um, they did a 75th anniversary, you know, of all the players or whatever. Um, And uh, I have some issues with it. I got to be honest with you. Tell me. Um, so... My thing is this. Mm-hmm. Here's the uh, the top ten. I want to make sure I have it correctly. So okay. Give me one second. I got I it pulled up. up here. Okay. I'm looking at it now. <sighs> so anyway, NBA rank. All st- NBA rank. Okay. Here we are. So number one was Michael Jordan, right? Like obviously. Okay. The- I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, I think we're good. Right. Yeah, we're we're, we're, we're all right. Uh, then number two was LeBron James, right? So no problem. Right? Okay, I, I can live with it. I mean, I think there's a. There's a debate to be had, but I can live with it. No, uh, sure, there's a debate. Okay, and by the way, I, I, do you want me to tell you how I voted real quick? Yeah. Or do, would you want? Let me give you the ten first. Okay. And then tell you how I voted. Okay? okay. So one was Jordan. This is a cumulative thing with everybody that works at ESPN that covers the NBA. One was Jordan. Two was LeBron. Three was Kareem. Four was Magic. Five was Wilt. Okay. Mm-hmm. Six was Bill Russell. Seven was Larry. Eight was Tim Duncan. Nine was Oscar Robinson. Ten was Kobe. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. I'm going to tell you how I voted in reverse, okay? I had Shaq 10, okay? I had Kobe 9. I had Tim Duncan 7, Larry Bird 6, Bill Russell 5, Wilt 4. I'm sorry, Wilt. I have that wrong. Hold on. I had Shaq at 10, Kobe 9, right? Yeah, you missed 8. Yeah, 8 was Tim Duncan. My bad. Got it. And then Larry was 7. Mm-hmm. Bill was six. I had the rest the same way, basically, after that. Um, so I had Wilt five, Magic four, Kareem three, LeBron two, and Michael one. And now, look, it's a semantics argument. Oscar Robertson was number nine on that list. I had Oscar Robertson um, at 11. I had Shaq at 10 and Kobe at nine. And honestly, I, I, I probably would have put Shaq above Kobe had Kobe not had the last championship. If they would have both been at four, I would have probably placed Shaq ahead of him. But that wasn't the case. And I think that that's kind of some of the tiebreaker stuff you have to go through. I also felt like you could put easily, I could have put Akeem Olajuwon in the top 10. Um, but I, I, I couldn't muster up any reason to take the other people out. But I do feel like Kobe was a little low. I mean, I can make the argument that Kobe could have been higher than nine even on my list. Maybe he could have been in, you know, the, the seven range or seven or eight even potentially. Uh, but I do feel like Shaq not being in the top 10, to me, was a, like, I thought it was a mistake. Like, I think Shaquille O'Neal is the most dominant guy we've seen in this sport at that position since Wilt Chamberlain. And I believe Wilt Chamberlain should be a top five guy, and I believe Shaq should have been a top 10 guy. What do you so. think about Steph Curry at 16? Uh, I'm okay with Steph at 16. I think I may have had him in, I, I don't, I'd have to look back at the list. I remember my top 10 off the top of my head. But I, I feel fairly confident I had Steph in that 15 or 16 range. What do you think about Kevin Durant at 12? Um, I have no problem with it. I had him also kind of in that 12 to 15 range. Um, I, may, I, I had Akeem ahead of him for sure. 
Um, I had Dr. J ahead of him. So I think I may have had Durant at 14 and then Steph at 15. I would be terrible at voting at things like this because I'm more of uh, the contemporary guy. So, like, Steph Curry would have been ahead of Moses Malone, would have been ahead of Dr. J, might have even been ahead of, of Akeem. Um I just I I'm I I think the contemporary guys are so great right now, and they're in my face. You know, like I'm seeing them all the time. I'm seeing them in the. But you're an old I'm guy. Seeing... Like you don't know like uh, no, Moses just, Malone it... and Doctor J and Akeem no, no, Elijah. I do, but I I do, but I I feel like like I would have put Steph Curry ahead of Moses Malone and ahead of Doctor J. Okay, you I know, mean, I I wouldn't have a huge issue with that. And I'm I'm a little, but surprised. I feel like Doctor J was the first. Like he was like the Jordan before Jordan in a lot of ways. Yeah, but I'm just thinking about how Steph Curry plays, his impact on the game. Greatest shooter of all time. Right, so you have the greatest shooter of all time. But his career's not done. I don't think he finishes there. I think when we do this list again in 25 years, he's probably going to be higher. But he's caught between Moses Malone at 15 and Dirk Nowitzki at 17. And I thought, gosh, I kind of think I would have Steph Curry ahead of, you know, like I'd have him higher up. And Giannis at 18. Giannis at eighteen in front of I did not Jerry have Giannis West. in my I did not have Giannis in my top twenty. Did you have Jerry West in your top twenty? I did, yes. Yeah. See, I'd be terrible at, the, at voting on stuff like this. Elgin yeah, Baylor. I, I, at had 20. Jer- I had Jerry actually right after Steph. At, I had him at sixteen. Yeah, I would. I would just. I'm. I'm glad nobody asked me to vote on stuff like this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you also just completely omitted like an entire era of basketball. There's that. So. Right. Well, like you said at the beginning, you know, this is everybody at ESPN who has like NBA credibility. You know, I don't have that. Definitely not. No, not even close. Now, if you ask me to bet, if you ask me to, to help with the top 75 NFL players of all time, you know, then I got a qualified opinion or somewhat qualified opinion. When it comes to this kind of list, man, I'm telling you, I would take all the modern players, all the current contemporary guys, guys from the Shaq Kobe era. Yeah. Up until today, I had yeah. to put them in front of well, pretty much all these guys. Speaking of football. Um, Aaron Rodgers posted like some cryptic stuff on social media and I don't need your opinion on this to be honest with you. I want to hear from Lindsay and Laura about like, does Aaron Rodgers need a real friend? Okay. (laughs) Like let's get into some of that on the other side. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Blame it on the rain. Yeah, yeah. How many songs did Millie Vanilli actually end up with? Was it just two? What's that? Did they only have two songs, Millie Vanilli? Uh, no, no, no. Two hit, like big hit songs. No, they, they had, had multiple hit songs. Yeah, yeah. They had multiple hit songs. Well, Blame It on the Rain was this one. And what was the one we girl, played earlier? Girl, you know it's true. Yeah, Girl, you know it's true. I mean, we true. played that earlier. Ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh, I love you. Okay, yeah, those yeah. two songs. Anything else that I should know in the Millie Vanilli catalog that I don't remember? Uh, trying to think. I can't think of another song that they sang. So they had Girl, You Know It's True, Baby, Don't Forget My Number, also, was a top ten hit. 
Blame it on the rain was a top five, was a number three hit. Oh, no, wait, in the U.S.? Where did it go? U.S. number one. Actually, no. Girl, you know it's true. Actually, it's funny because that's the first one. Never was a number one hit. Even though it was, like, worldwide a number one hit. It was only two in the U.S. Um, Baby, don't forget my number was a number one hit. Blame it on the rain was a number one hit. Girl, I'm going to miss you. The ballad was a number one hit. And then they had a song called All or Nothing that was number four, topped at number four on the charts. It's good information, um, but I only remember two of the five that you just mentioned. Okay, uh, I understand you only remember two of the five, but I literally just listed five songs. No, it's impressive by you. I'm just saying, I can't think of the other three. I yeah. can't even hear them. I you don't know, baby, don't forget my number? Tell me, sing it for me. Let me hear it. Baby, da, 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 da. don't forget my number. Da, 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 da. Come on, you don't know that song? Um, I might know it if I heard it, but that didn't do it for me. Hey, Laura, find the song, please, por favor. Yeah, yeah, before we get to Aaron Rodgers y la locura del... Um, Maybe Aaron Rodgers is going to say that to his uh, fiance and, or ex-fiance. And, and then there was the ballad, Girl, I'm going to miss you. It's a tragedy for me to see. The dream is over. Because I'm never going to forget the day we met. Girl, I'm going to miss you. Come on, dog. You were a huge Millie Vanilli fan, weren't you? Yeah, really, George. That's good I stuff. I mean, it's like, I don't know, 88, 89. I was like 11 and 12. Like those songs, you know. You know. I Listen, you can quiz me on anything in the, in the I would say like from 1985 to like 2000, that's my wheelhouse right there. F those, those 15 years. Uh, Baby Don't Forget My Number by Millie Vanilli. Baby Don't Forget My Number. Yeah. Hmm. All right, well, I'm going to hear it. I'm going to remember it, and then I'm going to know every word to it, and I'm going to jam out to it is what I'm going to do. I feel like you're going to tell us, well, you know, back around that time, I was at blah, blah, blah. Like, I was in my dorm room at Pitt, so I wasn't right. really into Millie Vanilli. That's usually how these things go. No, yeah, I mean, generally. the Millie Vanilli stuff, I think George is kind of onto it in terms of the mid-'80s. I think the mid-'80s is when it happened. But those songs, the first no, they two. Were well, no, this late 80s. They were in, yeah. Late 80s. Late 80s, early 90s. There we go. Bump, 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 bump. Wait till they get to the hook. Mm, mm, mm. Hi, hi, hi. I've been searching low. low For what it's worth, low, I don't know this low. one at all. Yeah, I don't know it either. You know it when the damn chorus comes. Let me Chill. hear it. There you go. Nope. You don't can, know this song? I can, I can legit tell you I don't remember this song at all. And like usually It was a, a number song, one hit. Song You're a phony Millie Vanilli fan. I'm a terrible Millie Vanilli fan. That is true. I'm a faux Millie Vanilli fan. You are faker than Millie Vanilli themselves. Right. Correct. You're, you're Philly Vanilli. <laughs> but I got to give you credit, George. I mean, you, you, on the other hand, you are a serious Millie Vanilli guy. I mean, I know the songs, dude. I mean, th I, that story was so intriguing to me, just all of it that surrounded them. As a huge, huge fan of, as you guys know, documentaries, but VH1 behind the music and like, or I think there was another one that they did. 
That that one was very. It's uh, the best one. Not yeah, even close. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna yeah. say that one's very like it'll grab you and be like, wow. Even if you didn't yeah. even like them, you have to yeah. watch that one. It, it's incredible. Yeah. Where would you I find that you now? Could... Like, where where can you find Probably that on, on demand. YouTube on demand. or something? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, on, yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. YouTube has everything. Yeah. Cap's like, oh, YouTube. That's right. Yeah, well, I wouldn't have thought of YouTube for a behind the music because I thought it would be like proprietary to VH1 or Viacom or whoever I mean, owned v- it. At the you don't time. think VH1 and Viacom have a YouTube channel? No, they might. I just didn't think of, of going there. Look, George, listen, I'm the same guy that yesterday didn't realize it was President's Day, went to the post office looking to buy one stamp, and then yeah. didn't have a backup plan as to where to get a stamp when the post office is closed on a national holiday. So this should Which not is- surprise you that no, I didn't I think to myself, you know what? Behind the music. Millie Vanilli, I really want to see that. Where should I go? I didn't think of YouTube yeah, as my first you're, place. You're not, you're not watching any of it, so I mean, what are we fooling? All right. Because um, you know and- why? Recently, I've been watching this 30 for 30 with Charles Woodson and Tom Brady. Have you guys seen this yet? The tuck rule? Yes, I've seen the one, the tuck rule, where Tom Brady basically sort of kind of admits that he fumbled the ball. But know, I again. loved it. Just to see two college teammates who were involved in one of the most famous plays in NFL history sitting there giving each other the business, I loved it. I thought it was great. I loved it. I thought it was great. Well, Tom Brady, so of course you love it. Yeah, Wait, why? anything with Brady. Oh, Tom my Brady. God. Yeah. You should change yeah, I mean, your name to Scott Kaplan Brady. Already I mean, his hair point. looked great, his teeth, Ay, his skin, meal. his clothing, his house. Yeah. Go eat avocado ice cream, too, then, bro. Bro, you sound like Aaron Rodgers to his ex. Yeah, with Shailene. What's up? Lindsay, tell, read real quick, like, or paraphrase what Aaron Rodgers did today on Instagram, which was kind of weird. Um, well, so it was a Monday night gratitude post and he had like pictures, you know, with him and Shailene Woodley, his ex-girlfriend and his friends, blah, blah, blah. He tweeted out like, Hey, here's some Monday night gratitude for some of the incredibly special people in my life. He said, Shailene Woodley, thanks for letting me chase after you the first couple of months after we met and finally letting me catch up to you and be part of your life. I mean, he got like really mushy with her and talking about like, Oh, thank you for the kindness you show me and everyone you meet. I'm, I love you and I'm grateful to you. Then he was like thanking his friends. He recalls like the Friday night crew and gets a little bit uh, mushy with them. And then he, he finishes by thanking his teammates. Right. And says it's the you are the icing on the beautiful cake we call our job football. Um, and then he just says like to everyone else, spread love and gratitude, you beautiful people. And read a book once in a while too while you're at it. Love and peace. Now, okay, let's just deal with the Shane Lean Woodley part of this. Uh, Laura... Uh, and Lindsay. So, Lindsay, we'll start with you. If your ex-boyfriend puts that out on social media, um, and maybe he did reach out to her personally. I don't know. So, like, we're just guessing here. Um, How are you reacting to that? I would think it was weird because I don't think that, like, I think he got a little personal with his post. And to me, I just think it's weird that, like, you need to share those details and that, like, intimate side of your relationship with the rest of the world. Like, Granted, there's nothing wrong with the Monday gratitude posts and stuff like that, but I feel like his is very excessive to the point where, like, he's trying to say something, or you know, like there's got to be an ulterior motive here, right? Yeah, I, I think it, it it is odd, peculiar to say the least. Loud, too cynical for thinking that. No, yeah, I don't think cynical. so. No, it's cynical. It's okay. Though. It is, but it, but I don't think it's too cynical. Was her question? Is, is she? I don't think it's too cynical. I don't think she disagreed that it was cynical. I think she was wondering if it was, uh, perhaps. Too, you know, more cynical than necessary. Uh, Laura, he's nuts, bro. He's nuts. <laughs> Look, I I'm all for the gratitude. I post things like that, you know, very very occasional. But I do. But I feel like when you're in a situation like that, 
too much. Like, uh, you know, nobody wants that. Remember needy and clinging? And we talked about this because, Cap, you mm-hmm. know, you kind of had those tendencies. That's how he's coming <laughs> off. <laughs> like, like, bro, back off. And again, we don't know if he contacted her or not, but right, right. you don't need to put it out there for IG to see. Yeah. Do it indoors. In house, that's it. <laughs> indoors, in house. Don't do it outside. Do it. Do it indoors. <laughs> Make sure the windows are closed, and profess your love. But do it indoors. Yeah. Sometimes things just need to be kept private, and that's something yeah. that I feel that should. You guys, private. you guys think that this thought- is because he's an NFL football player and he's a quarterback, and no. this is so no. unusual no. for mm-hmm. for someone to be talking so. Um, I don't know, cosmically, you know, he's coming off this cleanse. He's been 12 days of, of no exercise, no working out. Everything's about cleansing his brain, his heart, his body. But that, that part isn't weird. The fact that he, he who, who seems to be like general, genuinely and generally a pretty private person, mm-hmm. you know, like him putting all of this stuff out there is weird. And I've always thought that when people like go out of their way to post stuff about their relationships on social media, those people to me are like usually the phoniest or yeah. they're trying to like too project. Much. Yeah, because too much. I yeah. mean, if, you, if you're in a relationship with that person, like you're communicating with them all the time, you don't need to tell the world about it on social media. Yeah, right. It is funny, though, how everybody is trying to analyze what he did. In fact, there's that one picture of the well, two Well, some Packers. people think that he's leaving the Packers because right. of the Packers part of it that Lindsey mentioned. Right. Well, there's the, the two receivers. There's Devontae Adams, and I don't remember who the other receiver was, and he usually stands between them during the national anthem, and they kind of right. embrace arms. And the picture that they sent to him was the one without him in it. And right. so people, like, right away jump to a conclusion. Well, that must mean he's retiring because right. he's no longer in the picture. So everybody read these posts. And everybody's trying to figure out what he's talking about. And to me, that's what he wanted. You know, you think me, he wants the engagement. Yes, I think he wants everybody wondering what in the hell is going on with Aaron Rodgers right now. As opposed to LeBron, who wants to tell everybody how he thinks passively and aggressively. Yes, or in LeBron does. LeBron leaves more, way more clues than Aaron does. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is like, like making us all work really hard. To try and figure out what is it that he is trying yeah. to say. Yeah, it's like it's like a Scooby Doo mystery. Yeah, but LeBron, I think we've all come to the conclusion he really is pissed at the Lakers front office. He hasn't. Well, maybe Rob Palinka specifically. Yeah. Maybe, uh, yeah. maybe who knows? Maybe it's more. Maybe he's mad at Genie. I mean, maybe LeBron I mean, is saying to know, himself. I don't think he would be mad at Genie. I don't think players. I don't think Genie's not involved like that. You know what I mean? Like. No, but he might be thinking to himself, hey, Jeannie, I thought you and I had an agreement here. You know, I, I tell Rob what to do. I, I bet you this. I bet you, and Max kind of alluded to this earlier. I bet you Jeannie fixes all this, if I had to guess. Well, that would make her a great owner. I mean, you can she talk is. about being a female in a male-dominated world and winning right, a championship. Right, but here's the thing. Let me ask you this. Yeah. How many female bosses have you had in your life prior to this one, this job? Um, I don't know. Um, I don't know that I've had any female bosses really? prior to I, Amanda. I mean, that, and the, I mean that. Well, I mean, fine. I had an ex-wife. I have a girlfriend. No, no, but that three daughters. Yeah, those yeah, are that count. female. Yeah. Bosses. I mean, those not, sort of count, but not really. Um, I've had multiple at this company, mm-hmm. and I would say, and, and I'm not saying it just because our boss right now is female, but I would say of, of all my bosses here at ESPN specifically, um, but in general, I would say that they rank near the top. Um, they rank near the top in general and certainly at ESPN, the, the, the female bosses I've had here. Well, again, if, if Jeannie Buss is able to sit down and, and mediate 
as the owner of the team and say, Rob, you sit over here and LeBron, you sit over here. Guys, we're going to be grownups and we're going to work this out because right. LeBron, we want you to stay. And Rob, we want you to stay. And we think we've got a great team combined. So guess what? I'm going to sit here as the owner and I'm going to make sure that the end result is what I want, which is for everybody to be on the same page. If she's able to do that, yeah, she's a phenomenal owner because too phenomenal. many male owners do are incapable of doing that, and there's a battle between coach and general manager, and one guy has to leave rather than everybody getting on the same page. If Jeannie can do that, yeah. she's a phenomenal owner. Okay, and, and the reason I alluded to earlier that the female bosses I've had, particularly at this company, right, but like in general um, – the reason they're near the top of the list, all of them, mm -hmm. is because of that. Women generally far more rational and less emotional yep, about less egotistical, less egotistical, and just understand like, hey, let's just get down, let's just figure this out, right? Because think about it, it's just female f women in general much better at that. Men let ego get in the way way too much. I mean, women have women, man. It, <laughs> If we, if if we let dudes, like like I I know we live in this world like everyone's like oh you know like you know you have like these misogynist types that are like oh yeah you know you need a man in yeah, listen bro even all all those dudes we need a man in charge yeah you had a mom bro and you know who ran your house your mama okay and you know who runs this house Jeannie Bus she's the mama your so, mama there you go yeah that's like Lindsay and Laura they're the mamas they run the house you and I just do what they say pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. that's the way it goes down around. I mean, here. that's kind of your life too. You just alluded to it. Your, your, your girls, and you know, your ex-wife, and now Rachel, and you know. You know. All right, well, the boss is saying is. go to break. I mean, I can hear her yelling at me. I was. Kidding. Yeah, we're three minutes past, bro. So we got to go to break. That one's on me though. Yeah. Uh, usually on you. This one on me though. Uh, all right, big deal or no deal? Up next. Robert Half research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, so U.S. soccer and the U.S. women's national team reached a landmark agreement to end a long-running legal dispute over equal pay today. Under the terms of the settlement, players on men's and women's teams are going to be paid the same at all future tournaments, including the World Cup. Well, U.S. soccer is also going to pay $24 million to the 28 athletes from the women's team who were part of the lawsuit. That equals to around $800,000 each. So, obviously, this is a huge deal, but I just wanted to ask you guys, if you were awarded $800,000 tomorrow, what would you do with it, Cap? Ooh, um, really good question. 
I probably would pay for my three kids in college. I just pay that off, like get that out of the way. And then I would say I'm probably good for buying a house in Florida. I'd buy a house down in Florida where my parents live, my sister lives, change my residence so I can avoid the taxes. I'm, I'm going to do that. Uh, I would set aside some money for my kids for school. I mean, I've done that already, but I would set, you know, I'd pick a, a specific number. And, um, you know, that I think, you know, I'd do the math, crunch the math, and what what college may cost by the time they get there. Oh, uh, you know, one in about 10 or 11 years, and the other one, you know, in about 14 or 15, um, which my guess is going to probably be a lot, uh, and would eat up a majority of that money. But then the rest of it, um, I don't know. I, I'm, you wouldn't buy I would Bitcoin? Probably, you wouldn't be going into more crypto? Well, right. I would probably use the rest to invest in something, maybe some Bitcoin, yeah. I mean, I would probably spread it around and diversify, but yeah, probably some would be allocated there, yeah. I would buy a Tesla and try to use the rest to like make a down payment on a house since that's not going to that's not going to buy me a house around here. You know. It's a lot of, it's a lot of money, but so are houses around yeah, you here. You take that 800 grand and put it down on a down payment on a house and buy yourself a nice house. Right, that's exactly what I just said, Cap. What I'm saying to you is you just said you couldn't <laughs> you you said you couldn't buy much with that kind of money. I, I said I would probably put it down towards a house because $800,000 is not going to buy me a whole house. Well, uh $800,000 on a on a house that's, you know, a million five, that's a it's a nice chunk of change. Yeah. Laura, what would you do with $800,000 tomorrow? Oh man. <laughs> you know she's moving out of her parents' house immediately. I would definitely move. I would pay some of my parents like small debts and then invest a lot of that money. But I can't buy a house here. Not a good one. So I'm where. All right, cool. You know, I'm I'm surprised you asked it that way only because it's super impressive that USA soccer finally got this right. You know, my daughter played competitive soccer and she would say to me, I don't understand. Why are the women great and the men suck and the women don't get paid what the men get paid? And it's good to see that the women are, and men are going to be paid equally. I hope that the women get what the men were making rather than the men coming down to what the women were making. You, you see what I'm saying? Yes, but like I said, it's obviously a big deal. I mean, I think it's something that like has been talked about quite a bit, and I think the fact that they are finally getting, you know, they're going to get equal pay with the men's team, I think it's a big deal, and it I feel is. like it's like an obvious one. Like, yep. they should have been doing that all along, and good for them that they're finally getting their crap together, you know? Yep, congratulations to somebody like Megan Rapino, who's been the biggest, you know, supporter of that and, and spoken about it outwardly. All right, let's keep rolling. All right, so you guys have probably heard the phrase, my whole life has flashed before my eyes before, because a lot of people hear it during near-death experiences, and there just might be some truth to it. Scientists have recorded the activity of a dying human brain for the first time ever, and it revealed brain wave patterns related to dreaming and memory recall. So the study they did indicates that the brain is capable of coordinated activity even after blood stops flowing through it. So your brain is still alive for a while after you're alive. Is this a big deal or no deal, Sedano? Oh, I think it's a big deal. It's kind of wild, but um, I, I kind of knew that. Um, only because my sister, um, since retired, worked um, CSI for many years. Um, and, you know, obviously she dealt with a lot of bodies and then going to the coroner's office and or, you know, whatever. And, and knowing 
having had those conversations, I kind of was aware of it. But it is still, to me, an amazing fact that how, how impressive your brain is that even when your body fails you, it's still going for a little bit. I'm going to go the other direction on this one and just say no deal. Why? And it's not uh, because it just it just doesn't seem like that big of a of a deal. You're, you know, somebody's dying. Their brain still functions for however long it may be. And um, they said it could be like up to an hour after you're dead that your brain is record. It's not like it's just alive. It's still record like recalling memories and having dreams. For like an hour after you're dead. That's crazy. Right. So you could be dead. It's why when people like, have you ever heard the stories cap of people saying they're dying and then they've seen the afterlife or whatever and they somehow get resuscitated mm -hmm. um, and that people have literally like died like on yeah, a they've been brought back operating to life, yeah. table. Mm -hmm. Right. And been brought back to life and they thought they saw the other side. Yep. That's what Lindsay's referring to. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've been there. You've been oh, there. You, you've you, died you and, had and, that? and thought you saw the other side. That's correct. When, when did that happen? You're so full of crap. No, I'm not full of crap. I'm being totally serious. Um, this This happened in probably the early 90s. And it's a long story, but I'll make it really short. My appendix burst, and I was on I was in training camp for my college football team, and no one, because all we had were orthopedic doctors, no one knew what was wrong with me. And this went on for days. And they finally got me to an emergency room when a doctor said, oh, he, had, he has appendicitis, it's burst, and the gangrene was setting into my body. And I can remember being in the emergency room, and I don't know if it was drug-induced, but I definitely felt like I was in a position where I was like, dude, you can let go, and you can move on, or you got to try and regain consciousness and stay here. And that, that really did happen, and I was about 21 or 22 years old. Now, I don't know did for you, sure. Was it drug-induced, though? Do it, you know? It, no, I don't know. I really oh, don't. Did you, what, did you ask? No, because I don't think I realized it until well after the fact, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, again, I don't, it could have been drug-induced. I will acknowledge yeah. that. Yeah. But I, I mean, definitely look at that. We feel... normally think you're full of bleep, so we just automatically assumed you were going to make up some ridiculous story. Look at no, that. no, this is a ridiculous story, but it's one that I believe is true. Yes, and could plausibly be true. Right. I don't know for sure that it's true. It's just that's what I remember. Okay. What's next, Linz? All right, so next story here. A California woman who spent 13 days in jail last year is now suing the LAPD for what she said was a wrong arrest. According to the lawsuit, police mistook Bethany K. Farber of Calabasas mm -hmm. for a woman with the same exact name who Ooh. had an arrest warrant out for her. So yeah. this is obviously an experience that no one should go through, especially a law-abiding citizen. So I understand it's a big deal. But have you guys ever been mistaken for someone else? Sedano. So, I have not been mistaken for someone else. But not too long ago, for a year, I was getting calls about someone who shares my last name, a woman who shares my last name, but has a first name that isn't, isn't – she's not related to me. I don't know who she is, right? She just happens to have my same last name. And we'll just she has say her name, name is – Sophie Sedano. No, it doesn't matter what her first name is, but I don't want to say it out loud. But anyway, long story short, she has, we share the same last name, but she doesn't have a first name that I recognize. I don't know this person. I don't know who this is. And I kept getting calls that she had a judgment against her. So I, I'm like, I call these numbers back, right? And I would tell the person, hey, I just want to let you know, I am keep getting these voicemails or whatever about this person. I don't know who this person is. 
There's no one in my family named that. So, you know, it, it, it just, it's just a coincidence we have the same last name. So you please, you know, kind of take my number off or find the lady, you know, and that way you can let her know, right? Okay, cool. So every couple of months I would get these calls. And then the other, like, couple weeks, maybe like a couple months ago now, I got fed up. And I said, let me ask you a question. Where does this lady live? And she lives somewhere in Northern California. And I was like, no, I don't have any family members in Northern California. I don't know this lady. I've been, and I repeated the story a bunch of times. So I said, yeah, you need to figure this out. That same week, two or three more calls. And eventually they stopped because I literally told them, I need you to take my number off this thing. I need you to find this lady, tell the process server or whoever that it's not me. So, like, I don't know them. I can't help you find her because I don't know her. Because they kept saying, your address is listed as a place where she lives. And I'm like, what's the address you have on file? And it was somewhere in Northern California. I'm like, I don't live in Northern California. So, eventually, that was settled. But clearly, being mistaken as far as being thrown in jail would be, of course, unbelievably upsetting if I was just annoyed at someone calling me. So being thrown in jail for something I didn't do, yeah, I would be, I mean, I'd be going nuts for sure. All right, so here's a here's my story. I was never mistaken for somebody else and arrested, you know, the, the question you're asking. But this is going to be a little dark, okay? Just be prepared. Oh, boy. All right, here we go. So, Another one. Well, listen, so my wife at the time and I were living in New York City. And we lived in a high-rise You were a big star building. at WNEW. Right, big star. With Steve I mean, Mason. Yeah, listen, I'm talking like it was no joke. I mean, Limo picked you up every morning at 4 a.m., took you to the yeah. studio, and took you home later in the day. Good I mean, Lord, as, could you as imagine? As Mason says, WNEW. Yeah. Well, anyway, here's what happens. So, wow. So, wow, that was dismissive, but go ahead. Well, here's, here's what happened. This is a totally, totally true story. Mm-hmm. So we come, my, my ex-wife and I, we come home one day, it's a Sunday afternoon, and the doorman in the building was like, oh, my God, it's so good to see you. I'm so glad you're okay. And we're like, why? What's, what's going on? And there were sirens and, and ambulances around the building. And he said, we thought you jumped off the building. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, right. And we're like, what are you talking about, man? And he said, there were two women that, both, that, we, that lived in the building with the same name. And this woman went to the top of the building, literally took her own life, jumped to her, her death on the ground, and but they didn't know which one it was because my wife and her shared the same name. So when we walked in, they were like, oh, my God, we didn't know who it was. So mistaken, you know, same name, didn't know who it was, and we got caught up in that that day, and, well, it was the other one. Wow, crazy. Crazy story, right? Dude, you've had a lot of crazy stories today. They I know, all involve death, though. That's yeah, I don't know. Fast. It's it's yeah. weird. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. <laughs> oh my god, I just got a funny text. Hey Cap. Yo. Trudell just sent me a text says, Hey, tell Cap thanks for that story. Just got into the car with the twins leaving a high school soccer game. <laughs> 
<laughs> Quote, Daddy, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, Trudell, my man, I don't come up with the questions. I just come up with the answers. Yeah. Mm. You've been very morbid today, though. Yes. Well, I mean, listen, I don't know about morbid. I just I, I mentioned to you guys earlier that I had a friend who had passed. and It was very sad. And she had this this goal of what she wanted her her life celebration to be. And that happens to be tonight on National yeah. Margarita Day. So I'm going to yeah. celebrate her life with some margaritas. Pour some tequila, bro. I'm going to. Yeah. I'm going to pour some tequila on the ground for her. Oh, OK. That's a good idea. Yeah. You don't know that you pour like the drink that they love and. On the ground. You know, somebody gave me a really, uh, what looks like a very nice bottle of Patron. I don't know if it is or not, but it looks like a really nice bottle. Somebody gave it to me, sent it to me for my birthday, which was also nice. a little weird that they had my address or found <laughs> my address. What are we drinking tonight? What I, I, Are you doing the, the National Margarita Day? What what kind of tequila? What uh, you know? What brand? What what style of tequila? What kind of tequila? Are you doing Blanco? Are you doing Reposado? Are you doing Añejo? Well, Añejo is more of a sipping one, but... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, what, what are you doing? What are you doing tonight? So I'm very, very um, caught up in Don Julio Reposado. That is my tequila of choice. Okay. See, I'm going Mandala, Mandala tequila. Okay. All right. Um, we have a little Blanco to mm-hmm. make for margaritas. Okay. Um, and then, uh, you know, maybe afterwards, you know, just because National Margarita Day doesn't mean I need to just have margaritas. I could just have a little Añejo or extra Añejo. Uh, mandala tequila, tequila mandala, for uh, you know, little uh, little little post uh, dinner drink, right? I think that's the way it's gonna go. Anybody drink some margarita tonight? Post your picture and tag us in the picture, and we'll all cheers each other via social media. Since we all won't be together, have one, two, three, or four for me. Oh yeah, Laura can't drink right now. She's on a no drinking binge. Mm-hmm. But cleaning it up. Manny Torres actually sent me a message and said, two ounces of white tequila, half an ounce of simple syrup, one ounce of lime juice, three to four dashes of orange bitters, shake it, put it over ice, and that's your straight traditional margarita. If you don't want to go buy one. All right. Very nice. Very nice. All right, George. Are are you doing a marg tonight? A marg? A marga? No, I I don't drink. I'm not like on a break or anything. I just don't drink really normally. I drink oh. like maybe I yeah I'm kind of like I drink like a couple times a year when it's like a big celebration but you know okay. I choose not to partake but I'll have like I would say I would have a virgin margarita but those aren't really a thing because <laughs> you can't really do that I wish I could because I love the way they taste uh oh we have breaking news on the show now I gave you a little news earlier in the show right mm-hmm. but now we have other breaking news on the show okay Lauda sources. Close to me, uh-huh. okay, and close to you. Okay, I know who that is. Have just told me that you went to Starbucks today. Oh, yeah, it's Briones. I know it was him. Yeah. I did go to Starbucks. My friend gave me a $20 gift card, mm-hmm. and I didn't pay for it. Okay, okay. Well, that's fine. You can go to Starbucks if you didn't pay for it. Yeah. That was the whole thing. You've been trying to save money, and you're spending, you know, five, ten bucks every day at Starbucks, and that's an easy way to save money. Yeah. Right. But- my, my friends are just now giving me gift cards because they know I love Starbucks and I can't spend money. So it okay. actually worked out for me. It, Thank it, you. Guys. I was going to say, it, I it need is the to greatest like, thing. I need to like, like learn your ways. I feel like you're always getting stuff for free from people. 
I mean, that sounded a little harsh, but I know no, people I, like me. I mean, so. I'm, I'm no, it was a compliment, like, though. Uh, yeah, I'm saying, like, you all, like, I feel like when you, you go out, like, when you go out and do things, you're like, don't worry, I didn't pay for it. And I want to know how you, how that, like, Dude, comes about. Dude, honestly, like, people just, they're like, when I go out, like, if I go out to a bar or whatever, like, I start conversations with people, like, not to get anything. I'm just, I don't shut up. <laughs> like I really don't. I just talk. Like I like. Well, I saw you in action. Me? I did. I saw you in action at a at a at a at the bar at a bar recently. After we had our uh, you know the station event down the street at that rooftop. Oh hotel, yeah, good point. Yes, we were at a, like another that, uh, hotel bar down the street, and I saw you in action, just talking, like talking. I do. Talking. You were working <laughs> the room, girl. I just talk and people are like, oh, do you want this? And I'm like, sometimes I say no. And yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, thank you. And they're like, I'll get the next one, you know? And That's then you and Beto I'm... were fighting about uh, sp- speaking Spanish. Beto's, I feel like Beto doesn't like me, but it's okay. No, but and not know. everybody got to like everyone me. Everyone kind of gets yeah. that feeling that he doesn't like him, but he right. really That's does. Kinda That's kind of his like... thing. <laughs> That's, That's sort of his thing. I, I actually think it's a compliment. When, when you think he doesn't like you, he probably really likes you. No. You know, Laura, this worked out brilliantly Although for you. Although he does love Trudell, if Trudell's still listening. I know that for a fact. He, oh, really? Trudell is honorary Mexican, which is the highest honor you can get from Beto. Wow, wow. That's true. Laura, I will say this. This mm-hmm. thing has worked out brilliantly for you. Oh, because yeah. Because we had this conversation. I sort of money shamed you. Oh, no, about, you totally money shamed me. <laughs> right, but I want to compliment you, and here's why. Uh-huh. Because you, you now get all your Starbucks, and it comes in the form of gift cards or other people right. buying it. Everybody knows you want it, but everybody yeah. knows you're not going to pay for it anymore. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, the money shaming actually turned into a great thing for you. Let me tell you what you did to me. All right, quickly, because we have to break soon, because we're already over, but go ahead. Oh, really? What are we, where are we at, Laura? What's Just our go! <laughs> well, we're in the last segment, dude. I want to know how long I got here, you know? Yeah, Less we have than a 54 minute. hard out. We already pa- we're a minute past, so oh, how about then you forget it. I'll tell you tomorrow. I mean, I could have killed the promo, but okay. I wanted to tell you how you body shamed me and how great that's been. Wait, no, I don't like that. I don't yep. body shame people. Don't yeah. be lying to people. Yeah, no, you I body don't. Shamed me. No, yeah, I did. did not. But yeah, we got to go. She body shamed you? She yeah. body shamed me. Yep. I did not. But I, it turned oh, into a great thing yeah, for Laura, me. So that's not good either. So. Turned into a great thing for me, Laura. Refused. What did you body shame him about? I didn't. Oh, she told me you, I'm weak. I'm flabby. You know, she's like, I'm not in shape. She said all these things to me, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to fix this. But all those were true, were they not? Well, that's, but it was shaming, yeah. No, you shame yourself all the time. And right. then she agreed with you. R- yeah. No, no, she doubled down. <laughs> no, Difference no. between agreeing and doubling Anyways, down. Anyways, we got to go, and that's the lie. All right, let's roll. All right, Cap's a liar, according to Laura. We will discuss more about that tomorrow. Yes, Cap believes Laura is a liar. We will discuss that more tomorrow. There's a lot of lies. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.